welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, Flora, we're about to we're about to do it. We're about to get grimy. I hope you're ready. I want to dive right in to this, like, muck. I feel like we're going to be in muck today. Hell yeah. Pokemon muck. All we do is reflect. <laughs> we're going to be what he does? inside <laughs> the Pokemon muck. Hell yes. Join us, everyone. Upsetting to everyone. What's that dumb move he always does? It's like... Does he do reflect? I'm not even sure. No, no, I think it's like he, he like, minimizes, and then he can never Oh, <laughs> yes. That's so annoying. He does minimize, you're right. Uh, I hate him. Anyways, uh, how's your week? It's good. I Speaking of Pokemon, yeah. I've been playing, still been playing Pokemon for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, worked a couple long days in a row, and I'm done with that. Tonight's my Friday night. What, what? Yes. What, what, what? What, what in your butt? Um... Yeah, nobody's done anything too crazy. And yeah, yesterday I took a bath, oh, which was incredible. Self care. In the if you're in the Discord, you'd know not because I posted naked pictures of myself or anything, but because I posted a tiny charm of a reindeer that came out of my bath bomb. <laughs> so cute, it's a tiny reindeer. Yeah, I bought an advent calendar bath bomb. <gasps> anyway, the point of the story is that my cat is obsessed with me. So he perched on the side of the bathtub for like the four hours I was in there. I was having an episode. <laughs> Turned into and a suit, he, man. Yeah. He just like rested his giant hairy tail on the surface of the water. Mm. And I was like, you know, this is wet. And I like dunked his tail and he was like, this is fine. <laughs> then he like left and just like swished it around my entire apartment. Good. And got everything wet. Okay. That's fun. So that happened. So it's like a, a bad mop. It was weird. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, like, every time I take a bath, he's, like, one step closer to just, like, getting, getting in. in it. Yes. Yeah. They, they just want to get in. He's so <laughs> obsessed with me that I think one day he might just, like, get in it. <laughs> I'll scream. Uh, I think, honestly, I just think they get that look in their eye and they're like, but what if I got in? And I'm like, what if you don't ever do that? And I know. Like, but what I know if you're going to, like, tenderize my in. body with your nails yes. when you realize that this is wet. Yes. But yeah, like if I like lay and I've got like my knees poking out, like he's always like eyeballing my knees, like he's going to like tiptoe across my knees and I'm like, you're going to be trapped, you're going to be wet, and I'm going to get scratched. I hate all of this. You're going to be in an island, the island is me, and I will pay. (laughs) That's it. But locking him out is like the least calming bath experience because I just hear, oh, yes. I'm like behind a door for the four hours that I'm in the bathtub. Yeah, not good. So I either have to have someone glaring at me or someone yelling at me right sometimes i get both if i have the door open but still (laughs) and that's preferred (laughs) i know that's the only way to get calm so yeah that's how i dealt with my whole week was crying in the bathtub playing my switch Mm -hmm. but i'm better now good i let it all out i'm really glad to hear that sometimes you gotta do that sometimes you just gotta let it all out (laughs) it's just gonna let it out and you basically cry yourself your own bathtub is that what you did i became the amphibian Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's the dream, this, man. This episode, we're talking about me, the amphibian. Talk about a glow up. <laughs> I am now amphibian. I am better. Anyway, how's your week? It's Is it good. more or less wet? <laughs> Ooh, yuck. It's about the same, actually. <laughs> actually, nice. I did take a bath the other day, too. And nice. uh, my little kitten um, like crawled back behind the toilet and was just like peeking out at me. 
and I kind of forgot that she was there after a while, and then I looked over and I saw an eyeball, and I was like, ah, okay. Um, no, the rest of my week's been, I mean, knock on wood, just like yours, fairly fine. Like, not good, yeah. not bad, just fine. Yeah. Um, I had some Taco Bell today, and that was really good. Oh, so did I you. I did too. Oh, I just realized that. Twinsies. Uh, Taco Bell. Dave Link. You want to throw us a bone here? Throw us a sponsor bone? Hey, listen. Bone? You're, I spent $10 on Taco Bell today, mm-hmm. and that is a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you owe me something. You owe <laughs> me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that's about it. I've been playing some Pokemon as well. Oh, here's something interesting. I went, for the first time in my life, to, uh, like, WW, like, E? The World F, whatever. Wildlife Fun. Yes. A wrestling match. We pit the pro endangered wrestling. species against each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like a pro wrestling event. Uh, I've never been to those before, but one of my friends had an extra ticket, and so I went with him. And <laughs> I don't. Don't they bleed? Some Do of them. Bleed? Some of them bleed. I think one of them bled last. At least one of them that I saw. We had very good seats. We were, like, upgraded at the last second. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. And I don't – I don't know. Because the whole thing is fake, right? Like, it's all, like, acted out and choreographed. Yes. But then if you bring that up, people get really defensive about the fact. But I'm like, but it's also common knowledge that it's fake. Right. I mean, I feel like it's the same as, like, watching a TV show. Yes. That doesn't mean that it's, like – stupid no 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 no. yeah not at, i'm not saying that in a bad way like i guess scripted no is no no, no. i'm saying it. like i don't know why they would be upset you know like it doesn't make a difference yes so it's scripted and it's choreographed and i guess i guess that yeah i guess that's a good way to put it because i'm i'm looking around and i'm like but don't you all know like how it's gonna end because don't they do the same thing every time i don't, think I don't do yeah know. i think it changes i think there's like a longer narrative kind of the characters like change and i've like i on. my i used to be friends with people who were like obsessed with this stuff mm-hmm. um and they like even on twitter and stuff like those those people like are their characters for like ever yeah so like if you're like a pro wrestler like even on the internet like you're still doing your thing so i think like someone went viral the other day that was like not the other day this is like a month ago but he was like super ripped and he's like i don't play video games like this isn't world of warcraft this is like real life baby and so then it like went viral and everyone was like fuck you like video games are valid but then everyone was like that's like his character like that was his shtick he's not like (laughs) actually saying like fuck you for playing world of warcraft so anyway yeah i think it's like a whole thing um i also i've never been to wwf but i went to my local townie wrestling uh when i was in college like that may or may not like pro- was... like professional wrestling or like this like script oh, scripted wrestling it, uh it was just like people that lived in this podunk town that's like fought oh okay. and, um, <laughs> a fight ring it was, yeah we ended up going and it ended up being bring your own weapon day which like we didn't realize oh. so like none of us brought a weapon that's the bad day did. to not realize that yeah, so, like, children are, like, pouring into this, like, shed we're in with just, like, crowbars and shit. Oh, wow. And so then, like, part of the act was, like, they would, like, go into the audience and, like, grab the weird shit people would bring and, like, kill each other with it. Oh. And then they did the thing where they would, like, cut their heads and everyone was bleeding. Yeah, this wasn't like that. It was awful. And <laughs> uh, that was, like, near my college, and we were, like, in college at the time. And then after the show, like, one of the guys who was, like, doing it, like, came to us, and he was like, oh, yeah, I graduated from there. 
Oh, and sick. Like, and this is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be us. We're going to be townie wrestlers. We can only hope. That's the dream. I was, <sighs> it, I don't know. It was, you know, when I first started off, I think what threw me off was that all of the matches that were happening were happening in a big arena, but in complete silence. Which was what? odd. Yes. Like there wasn't like pump up music or anything. It was just them. It's like, just cheering. It will not even sometimes like there was just like silence and then like something exciting would happen. People would be like, oh, or whatever. What? But like throughout. I feel like they need background music. That's what I was thinking. And I was looking around and I was like, I don't know what to think. Like this is just, is this just like a weird thing that this one, there's like a one off or is this like the standard? I don't know. But then as the night went on and huh. the matches got more exciting, then people were like rowdy and like up on their feet and screaming and stuff and then it was like not really quiet that much yeah maybe you just don't get hype for like the amateurs i guess but it was really strange insulting but then yeah as the night like i I started off being like what is this and then as the night went on i sort of a i had been drinking and then b i was also like getting into it and i was like yeah i think i get it i think i I think i get it um i don't think i get it (laughs) at the time i thought i got it but i did eat a hot dog and i saw some guy get his like beard pulled and another guy was wearing like leather. Oh, his beard! I heard beer, and I was like, what "Oh does that no, mean? his beard!" And this other guy got his like, he was wearing these like yellow leather pants, and he like ripped them off. So it was really, it was something. Wow, I know it was an experience. I was not expecting that. And like I said, our seats were like really good. We were on the floor. We were right next to the spot where people like walk out, like the freaking all you the get famous sweat people. On? I did not. No, not that close, baby. Just out of sweat zone. But maybe next time. Fudge. Uh, so that was interesting. That was kind of new and exciting. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Anyways. Talk about a niche activity. I it feel like really it's a was. very niche. And everyone that was there was, niche. like, so, like, there. Like, they were there for that thing, and they were so excited and, like, raging. Like, this one woman next to me kept elbowing me in the tit because she kept just, like, <laughs> raging in just her seat. And couldn't I was like, control, Whoa. control herself. Yeah, she really went for it. And there was, like, a cage that came down at the end. Fuck. Like, holy shit. Oh, did they still do, like, the bikini girls, like, in the middle of it? They were, yeah, they were one of the first matches. It was, like, like, card girl. What are they? Aren't they uh, I don't know. There was, like, the female wrestlers. No, just, like, it's just, like, a random bitch in a bikini who holds up, like, what round it is. Oh, no, that didn't happen. At least oh, at this. Cool. Yeah. There were, like, these random, like, arm candy women that were there as part of the oh. act of some of the other wrestlers. And, like, one of them jumped in the ring and, like deck this guy with her thighs and i was like oh shit cool was <laughs> yeah. dwayne the rock johnson there i he was not no <laughs> i know That's i think he's like point. he's out of the game man but there was a bunch of people like ripping their shirts off and stuff i was like whoa man holy shit i bet they make a ton of money to be able to afford like all those shirts oh yeah <laughs> that's what it was to, to be able to afford those t-shirts that they tear off their butt you know how expensive those are <laughs> i can't afford disposable shirts are you kidding me well, I mean, yeah, that's us, but I think any normal the budget. human. <laughs> I could go tearing my shirt off. You, are you kidding? I got to keep that for this 20 years. This is my years. only shirt. God. <laughs> got to pass that down in my will. Um, anyways, let's get into our shit this week. What do we got going on? Oh, yeah. Um, news-wise, we did a giveaway on Instagram with Amy from Wildcatchers, which went amazingly. Thank yeah. you for everyone who commented and liked our stuff. Hopefully, you continue to comment and like on our stuff. Um her wildcatchers are incredible, and she was super, super nice and sent to our P.O. box two for us, and they're, like, gorgeous. I saw the photo, 
and like a tear i got like a single tear that like came down because they're so beautiful and amazing yes um they're like there's like such like care and precision and detail to all of them like i was just blown away i was too and um yeah i don't know it's just like an amazing like gift and so thoughtful and she does awesome work for conservation so we love to support her um i actually saw on her instagram earlier uh that she has a sale going on so if you didn't win now's your time to like buy in yes the stock get yourself just like dream catchered out all over the pole all over the place every wall every ceiling tile needs a dream catcher (laughs) oh my god (laughs) of a different animal um so yeah we love that so thank you also, our first mail in our P.O. box, which is very exciting, because um, I just have someone checking that, and they're just constantly like, they, you don't have anything in your P.O. box. <laughs> uh, we also have a brand new website, which is keeperchatpodcast.com. Yeah! So Shout out to you for doing that, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, it made my brain explode. Thank you to Discord with helpful advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think that's it, other than, like, shh shout outs right did you want to mention rat raves oh yeah oh yeah thank you and then we had four ratings and reviews from last month so if you're not aware every month we calculate (laughs) this like super intricate math equation where i take how many reviews we have and multiply it by five and then that's what we donate to conservation (laughs) so last time it was four we got four five-star reviews which is amazing and uh yeah so we're gonna donate twenty dollars to a conservation organization of our patrons choice so if you're on Patreon and you're in Grime Gang, make sure to comment on that post, and we'll pick that in the next couple days. Mm-hmm. Uh, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, so shout-outs. We've got some of our Grime Gang members that still need some of this weird shit that we do. Let me okay. Click. Let me clicky-clicky. Click. Are you ready? Do you want to do it? Uh, yeah. Or do you want to flip this? Well, you can't flip the script because you don't have the names, so we're not <laughs> flipping the script. Cool, cool. <laughs> next time. Um, what if you word associate with, like, a Pokemon then? We haven't done that, right? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Amanda C. Oh, my God. My Roomba? Okay, my Roomba. <laughs> Amanda C. is the Pokemon Roomba is my meant Roomba, to be. <laughs> she's a, a, a Rotom. Uh, my, my Roomba is right next to me. He ate uh, a USB cord. And so I flipped Uh-oh. him upside down to fix him, and I, like, didn't get to it. And I guess I didn't turn him off. I just, like, flipped him upside down. So that was him screaming in agony that he yeah! was upside down. You scared him. His name's Johnny number five. Okay. Uh, so let's try this again. Okay. Okay. Pokemon without the Roomba screaming. <laughs> Amanda C. What about, like, a Lapras? She seems like she okay. would just be this, like, beautiful water, water dragon ice babe. queen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Erica R. Ooh. <laughs> my gut reaction was Voltorb. <laughs> oh my god. It's probably the electronics speaking. That's probably um, it, yeah. Tracy S. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, how about our, like, classic Squirtle? Just a little Squirtle squirting Just a little around? Squirt, yeah. <laughs> Just a little Squirter. <laughs> Great. And they love that. I'm sure they will. <laughs> you know what? They always hate him, so they'll probably just hate these two. Like, what can we do about it? Yeah. Okay, now we're done with the business. Now on to the pleasure. Let's get with the thickness. Oh. <laughs> oh. I didn't know yeah. you were a poet. <laughs> Girl, you working on them raps? <laughs> I try. Anyways. I do what I can. 
Wow, there was some big drama over the animal this week, and 17 minutes into this podcast, we're going to get to it now. Um, so there, we have our Discord, right? So if you're a member of our Patreon, then you have access to our Discord, and you should get in there. You should get in it. have some really great discussions, and there's some, like, <laughs> weird, funny things going on there. And I will say, I know it's overwhelming, because sometimes we go off on, like, huge tangents, yes. and you might check Discord, and it says, like, there's 600 messages from, like, the past five minutes. Yes. That's fine. You don't have to read them all. Like, just chime in and say, like, one thing, and then, like, we'll answer or whatever, and then mm-hmm. biff off forever. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't feel pressured or overwhelmed. Yes. Like, I know there's a ton of people, I always see them, like, either creeping or they just, like, don't log in. Um... But there's, like, memes in there, you guys. This is, like, a fucking meme vault. Yeah. It's not – you don't have to, like, pay to play. It's just a – it's just you can just be there and you can creep around and you can see what we have going on. You yeah. Know? It's fine. It's good. Anyway, so the point is, in our Discord, uh, there was a big discussion this evening about what animal we were going to do. And for whatever reason, our patrons in there were trying to rig the system. But <laughs> you can't put that past us. We know what's going on. So this we week I read. requested <laughs> – a reptile or an amphibian and for some fucking reason they highly requested a raccoon y'all what the fuck what the to fuck be fair they also posted a video of a raccoon eating a fucking iguana so i feel like it was like <laughs> reptile adjacent you know it is adjacent but like this is like the one time in like three years i've requested a reptile or an amphibian and you guys are like how about a raccoon and i was like okay cool great I'm never going to do this again. But anyways, so we're not doing that. Y'all can fuck yourselves. We're doing the sea turtle. <laughs> fuck. Oh, they're going to get so horny. They love turtles. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a win-win either way. So we're we're getting into the sea turtle. And I'm pretty excited about this. Um, wow, he sure shit ain't an amphibian, huh? That's what I was no, thinking. No, he is not. <laughs> he is a reptile. I did almost go for an amphibian. I almost went for something else. Maybe maybe in the future we'll do it. But um, never. This guy's a reptile. And honestly, when I was doing my uh, research and I was getting to, like, the ones in fiction that we always talk about at the end, I was having some hella deja vu. And I was like, have we done a turtle before? <laughs> Am I losing my mind? We did a tortoise before. We did the desert tortoise. And so we that's did. probably where that came in. But Yeah, because we probably threw in turtles in there because we're just like the general public and the fact that we <laughs> precise, don't know the difference between Precisely. Anything. Precisely. But I think with this one, what we're going to do is we're going to take that desert tortoise we're going to dust him off, and we're going to pitch him in the ocean. <laughs> and we're going to talk about him there. And then he's going to float. That's what it is, baby. That's how sea turtles I, are born. So we're going to talk about sea turtles too, instead. But sometimes tortoises float. <laughs> You'll float, too. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we've got seven species of sea turtles. Seven? Can, yeah. Can you name any of them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just fucking, off the bat. Fucking green? That's one, yeah. Fucking leatherback? Yep. Fucking. <laughs> uh-huh. God, there's some. Is there like a bee? Is one start with a bee? No. What am I thinking of? Bees? Like a, like a mama. Uh, uh, give me, le- give me letters. S. <gasps> K. Whoa. Whoa. K. Q. Q. Oh, are you Q? asking for letters for these? You're a fuck. You're a stupid fuck and nobody even cares. <laughs> is that, I'm asking. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> I got nervous. That's why I just said S. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I mean, like, give me, like, the first letter oh, it starts with. Okay. I thought you were just being an asshole and being like, oh, did you want letters? I'm no. just saying alphabets. You 
made me nervous. And then and you was insulted me. There's a cute turtle. I don't know anything about turtles. You made me nervous, so you insulted me. Okay, there's another one that starts with an L. Okay. What did I say already? Leatherback. <gasps> Loggerhead. Yeah. There's one that starts with an H. Ooh. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Hoo, 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 hoo. Nope. I don't know. This is... This is very entertaining podcasting. <laughs> I bet. Everyone's <laughs> playing along, though. That's why it's fun. True, true. It's the Hawksbill. There's one that Hawks starts bill. with an F. F is See, that's in, where I think my like, B was, was in football. that Hawksbill. Yeah, it could be. An F? Yeah. F- I feel like Tortoise Bite right now is screaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- f- um, <laughs> like, fuck actually. Boy. Fuck yep, that's boy. It. Fuck boy sea turtle. <laughs> yes. Killed it. Uh, Flatback. Flatback? Then, I've never heard of that. Yeah. And then there's two that are like kind of have a similar name. One starts with a K and one starts with an O. But the second word, because it's like a two word title, is the same. Oh. Okay. I don't know. You probably won't get them. Yeah. One <laughs> yeah, of them okay. is the Kemp's Ridley and the other is the Kemp's. Olive Ridley. Oh. Okay. All of these words sound familiar except for Flatback. I've never heard that before in oh. my life. Well, now you have. So those are the seven species. We're in class Reptilia. We're in order Testudines. And we're in the super family. It's either Chelonio... Wait, Chelonioidea or Kelonioidea. I don't know if the CH is like a ch or like a K. I like the second one. Kelonioidea. Kelonioidea. I sound like the fucking Frankendoodle from Spongebob. And he's like, hoi hoi me noi me noi. Holy shit. That's what I sound Deep like. cut. Anyways. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Maybe someone will, hopefully. <laughs> um, but there are two different uh, families. We've got the Dermo Kelly Day and the Kelona Day. Christ almighty. Um, why do you guys make us do this? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Nobody asks. I think we just do it. But it's. I feel like it's very relatable because... Nobody knows. I yeah, reading's flat. hard. I still have to sound it out, obviously. Okay, um, so the only reason that that's important is all of the seven <laughs> species, except for the leatherback, are in the family Kelonidae. And the leatherback is in its The own leatherback thing? is in the other longer one that starts with a D. Cray-cray. So put that in your back pocket for Jeopardy. Why he over there? He's not he just, even... He just is. <laughs> Just Why he do that? Because he just is. But don't feel too bad for him. He's the largest one. He's by far the largest of the species. He can be upwards of two to three meters long, which is six to nine feet, and one That's... to one and a half meters wide, or three and a half, three to five feet wide. That's me. That's You're me. nine feet. No, I'm five <laughs> feet wide <laughs> and nine I... feet tall. I feel crazy. Wow, that's huge. That's How big's the Mola Mola, I wonder? Who's bigger? Ooh. I feel like the Mola Mola's bigger. Face off. This is a big, big ass thing. But wow, that's them, huge. They're both of them like a big plate, aren't they? They kind of yeah. get it off like plate vibes. But yeah, the leatherback's huge. And then it can weigh up to 700 kgs or 1,500 pounds. Woof. Uh, most of the other species are around 60 to 120 centimeters, which is still pretty long. That's two to four feet long. So quite a bit smaller than Leatherback, but still, like, fucking mega. Um, these guys were 
they've basically been around since the late Jurassic period, roughly 150 million years ago. So Yeah, I believe it. Been here a while. And uh, they have a few interesting things that are, like, different between the species. But for the most part, we're going to be talking about, like, just sea turtles as a whole. Um, Their bodies are a lot more, like, fusiform. So that means that it's, like, much more smooth and, like, fused together than, uh, like, terrestrial or freshwater turtles are. Yeah, he, like, is is shell. He is. He's just, like, all one, like, beautiful waxy babe. And the tapering of this, there's, like, a tapered effect that it creates, is really advantageous for us, or for us, for them. I'm a turtle, too, uh, because (laughs) it helps them in their habitat, right? So they live in the oceans. They live in basically every ocean except for the polar regions. So they're traversing along... Damn, could you imagine, like, a cold-ass turtle? He wouldn't be able to be a reptile, but he'd Ooh. need to be, like, something else. Or nice just, like, turtle. have his own heater. <laughs> Space heater on the go. I want to um, see a fucking Antarctic That's a Pokemon. Turtle. It probably is. But the tapered body is really important because it reduces their volume, um, and it also means, interestingly, that they can't retract their head or their limbs into their shells. Like others yeah. can. So they're just like out and about, got to deal with it. Got to deal with their problems up front. No running from these bad boys. No hiding. Uh, the tapered ends also reduce friction in the water and it allows them to swim faster and easier, which is important for them, especially because they have to go such a long distance. Uh, right. Let's see. My notes are kind of all over the place, but. I just love their faces. There's something yeah. about their face and that like. <laughs> the side eye. Winnie little <laughs> eye. Yes. And then there's like that yes. little fucking beak. Little and beak. then those tiny nostrils that I'm just like, <laughs> you're so, you can tell he's like always like just judging. Absolutely. And like hating on you. Just like looking yes. at him. Yes. It's the judge and jury to every crime. Yeah. Uh, so it was originally thought that there are limbs that their limbs evolved for locomotion purposes, but fun like I guess bonus is that they also aid in getting food. And so the main forms of food that these guys eat kind of depends on the species, but for the most part they eat different types of uh, jellyfish is a big part of their yes. diet. And they also tend to eat uh, like plankton. There's like a specific kind. Let me see if I can find the name. It probably doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, but um no i want to excuse me keeper chat i want to fucking know what that one thing was i need to write my book report and And i'm just gonna listen to your shitty dumb podcast can you imagine if someone did that holy god what a mistake that would be they'd be like so there's a lot of pokemon talk in your book report calvin (laughs) why is that also some really bad words yeah not good not good um, but anyways, yeah, they tend to eat a lot of that. They do eat, like, different types of, like, marine plants and stuff like that, too. Would he, like, crunch a on a things. coral or something? I feel like he... Would he crunch? I think he can get down on a crunch every so often. But that, for the it, most part... It's like a can cruncher. Like, it's just, like... You know that little thing that you used to have in your garage when you're living at home? That you used to crunch your <laughs> yes. cans before you put it in the recycling bin, which like yes. for some reason we don't do anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's his face. He's the yeah. can cruncher. Oh. Which he's... is symbolic for him just like 
eating non-recyclable material. Yeah, no, that's pretty. That's a pretty bad thing. That's bad. Um, they are considered omnivorous, and so they oh. do, like I said, eat kind of like a variety of things. So they can get down on like some mollusks and nadarians and sponges okay, cool. and stuff. Yeah. Um, while getting down on some grass and seaweed, you know how they do. Uh, but like I said, it just kind of depends on the species. So some of them specialize, some of them don't. Um. Typically, the diet of the sea turtle will change as they get older, so the juveniles are tend to be more omnivorous, while the more mature individuals are almost exclusively herbivorous. So mm. I guess they grow out of their childish ways and <laughs> stop right? launching other animals. <laughs> um, but it obviously has an effect on like their bodies and how they work and stuff like that, so it does kind of change as they get older. Gotcha. And the green sea turtles are the ones that have like a serrated jaw. And they eat a lot more seagrass and algae. So it's thought that this is helping them, like, cut through that kind of, like, thick foliage. Yeah, he has, like, those craft scissors that you use to make, like, fun designs yeah, on yeah, the edges of like, paper. The, like, funky shit you put in your scrapbook. Yeah. Um, the Hawksville sea turtle uh, eats roughly 70 to 95% of their diet as sponges. Uh, so that's fucking weird, I guess, but cool. And yeah. then the leatherback sea turtle, that really big boy, eats almost exclusively jellyfish. And they're a really important part of controlling jellyfish populations. That seems crazy because jellyfish seem like... They seem like a jello shot. Just water. Like, just water and nothing else. (laughs) And he is very big. So to survive on just, like, just more water seems outrageous. (laughs) I live in water. I must put more water in me. (laughs) Um, let's see here. So, I said they're found kind of everywhere. Uh... There, I did see a note that said that they're found oftentimes in waters over continental shelves. I was like, okay, I guess so. Whatever you say. Okay, I believe that, I guess. I know. I don't, that doesn't mean anything to me. But if it means something to all of you, then I'm happy for you. Uh, I guess we can Here's get into, like... Here's a dumb like, question. Yeah. That I'm sure you'll answer later, but I need to know it immediately. Okay. Obviously, they breathe air. <laughs> they do. How long can they hold their breath for? Because they're always under question. fucking water. It's a really good question. So, like, um, how is he living? How? Okay. Let me get to that part in my notes. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, mammals intense. do the thing, but I feel like how he do the thing. Why can't we do that? Yes. Okay. They are air-breathing reptiles, and they have lungs. So they do have to go to the surface to breathe. Okay. Um. But you're right, they spend most of their time underwater, so they have to like be able to hold their breath for, like, time. a really long time. Yeah. And so the duration of their ability to dive depends on, like, what they're doing. Um, if a sea turtle is foraging, it's said that they can spend between 5 to 40 minutes underwater, which is That's a fucking huge range. A long time. <laughs> okay, but then listen to this. But if you're sleeping, you're a sleeping sea turtle, you can remain underwater for 4 to 7 hours. How? How? <laughs> He's just not breathing. I don't know how this works. How? On top of all this, though, their respiration is like continues to be aerobic during their during their dive time, which means that they're not like they're not breathing anaerobically at all. Like they're not. They're just down there, just like chilling on that one breath for (laughs) fucking five hours. I don't know. It's crazy. But it is important to note that if they're forcibly submerged, like if they're oh, um, no. like caught in a net, like bycatch or whatever, yeah. um, then that endurance like reduces quite a bit, and that's yeah, when they're they weren't ready. They didn't exactly. take a breath. That's when they're going to be more susceptible to drowning. 
Um, so when okay, they go to the surface, seeing a photo of their lungs, and it is ninety percent of their insides. Is <laughs> yeah, <lung. right. laughs> that whole pizza pie baby is lung. Is lung. Um, when they go to the surface to breathe, though, they have this cool thing where they can just like basically, like I love it. Refill their lungs. Um, they make that face. That's when they make that face. Yes. They do this, like, explosive exhalation and then a rapid inhalation, and then they're, like, good to go. But their lungs, because they are so big, allow for a rapid exchange of oxygen, and they don't trap any gases while they're going into those, like, deep dive states. It's wild. I love the face of, like, you're on the surface, and then they just, like, crane their neck to breathe, and they're just like, ah! <laughs> exactly. I love that face. And they, the little, like, beak is open. Yes! Side eye on you, yes. That's oh, it kills crazy. Me. That's such a long time to hold your breath and also sleep underwater when, like, you're not an underwater thing. I know. I can't wrap my head around that. Like, you would think that this thing is, like, it, like, it has gills or something. Like, I know whales and shit do that all the time, but whales be big. And this is big, but not That's that not big. big. Yeah. I know. It's, it, I can't, I still can't really wrap my head around it. Um, Why even bother? Well, I guess I gotta go on land and make babies. I'm like, why, have, why not just be water babies forever? That's a great question. Um, yeah, they have a bunch of really interesting things, like adaptations that allow them to really just fucking thrive in the ocean environment. One of them that's really cool is that their internal environment is hypotonic to the ocean, uh, which just means that the it has a lower concentration of like um, stuff in it than the ocean does. Does that make sense? So like if you're I... a cell... And you're hypotonic. (laughs) I'm sorry. I did too. (laughs) Um, You're like, did that make sense? And I was like, I can't remember a single thing she just said. So like that basically just means that like inside the turtle, there's a lower concentration of solutes than the ocean has outside the turtle. Okay. It's just a matter of like. He has less bits in him than the ocean has bits. (laughs) Yeah, that'll work. Is that it? (laughs) That should do it. Um, But it, it is an important thing to note because they do have to osmoregulate because they live in the water so they have to be able to live in an environment that isn't just gonna like kill them all the time right right right, right. so to do that um to like maintain their like hypotonic state they have to excrete salt um, yeah it's gotta get go somewhere right right so um <laughs> this is something that i found funny was that this is, I guess, similar in a lot of other marine reptiles. They have a specialized gland that they Fuck use yeah. to rid their body of um, the extra salt ions. Fuck yeah. We're and talking sneezes. Are we sneezing? <laughs> Let's get out there. Uh, the, the species, or all species of sea turtle, have the lacrimal gland, which is like that the, your tear duct in your yeah. eye. And it's in their orbital cavity. Yes. And this produces tears with a higher salt concentration than seawater. Oh, he cries. These guys... These guys are crying salty ocean tears. I thought you were going to say he sneezes because birds sneeze. They sneeze that shit out. Now this bad boy um, just he cries cry. his salt away. Which should like, wow, that, God, should, that is, should be like a self-care act. What like, a get, representation. Just get it out of you. That was me last night in the bathtub. That's I went, what I'm saying. I wasn't an amphibian at all. I was a you sea turtle crying at my salt. Yes. You get wow. rid of all your like salty feelings, getting them out through the tears and filling your tub fucking bonkers um but because okay so the leatherback sea turtles because their main prey are jellyfish and like some like gelatinous plankton they have an extra challenge because um they're having 
they're having to deal with like a slightly off balance from the other sea turtles are than they do for that like solution in their bodies based off like the ocean. Does that make any sense? I feel like I'm rambling. No, and it we're is. getting very sciencey. No, um, it's good. It's good. I'm enjoying but it. The, in- but the the whole point of this is that the leatherback sea turtles have a larger lacrimal gland than any of the other species do. So they and cry more evolved, tears than anyone exactly. Else. It evolved to help them cope with like them them eating more like salty like jellyfish basically <laughs> so they're they just the like get rid of all the excess while they this cry. is it this is this is the sad boy this, this is, is sad yeah. this is sad boy hours the earth sucks life sucks cry tears and you have the biggest tear ducks to cry the most tears this is og sad boy isn't that that taylor swift song oh no it was teardrops in my guitar not tear ducks not in my <laughs> Turtle eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Teardrops on my turtle. <laughs> that sounds cool. Um, but anyways, so yeah, they basically are like super heroes. Wow, Ocean look at this heroes. beautiful photo of David Attenborough lounging with a loggerhead. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a gorgeous time to be alive in the same timeline as David Attenborough. Hell yes. I'm going to throw out another fact that I'm just going to say and then not expand upon, and then we're going on to something else. Are okay, you ready? Great. Yeah. Apparently, the sea turtle was the first biofluorescent reptile found in the wild. Why? What do you name it? Why? Who? See, I told you I was going on to something Who else. Who does that? Who makes the biofluorescence? <laughs> I told you I was going All on to something else. All of them? Bye. All right, so we're going to talk about- Just one? What part of him is shiny? We're going to talk about reproduction See, it's next. just like a shiny, which one's shiny Pokemon? Which one? <laughs> Give me the shinies. Which one makes a shiny? Okay. Um, that has to be for jellyfish to be like, I don't have a brain, but like, it's brighter over there. And then the sea turtle's like, it's the inside of my mouth, motherfucker. <laughs> bang, bang, boom. This is the exit sign, baby. Uh, we're going to talk about reproduction next, and then we'll go back to their weird mouths. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, finally. Um, okay, so I already mentioned that they spend, they're just, like, all over the ocean, they live on continent shelves. Yes. Okay, so when they're adults, they move closer to shore because they need to, like, get into the business. When they're younger, usually the first three to five years of their life, they're going to spend more of their time in this area called the open water column where they, like, float around the seaweed mats. That's crazy. (laughs) I know. Holy shit. But anyways, once you reach adulthood and you're a sea turtle, then you're going to get, like, down and dirty. You are going to mate at sea if you want to. <laughs> and then... <laughs> with your uh, consent. You're, yeah, if, with your consent, of course. And then the females are going to travel just, like, ah, uh, like, the longest distance ever. They basically have to go to land to lay their eggs. Right. And depending on the species, some of them will display different levels of what's called uh, philopatry or philopatry, however you want to say it, but it's the mm. tendency to return to the same place for like breeding. Yeah, they like no. Um, yeah, yeah. So some of them are like really, really picky and only like go to the exact same place, and some of them have like a few little places okay. where they go. Is that not insane to you that this like yes. <laughs> floating lung sad yes. boy crybaby yes can travel like a billion miles? And know exactly where to go. That's like safe to lay eggs. And it's like I've weeping lived in the, the whole same time. <laughs> town, like grew up there my whole life, and then like still get lost, like on the way, like from the library to like McDonald's to my house. Like I don't e- like I know one route, and then if I go yes. any other way, I'm like I don't know where I am. <laughs> have like, you how? tried? Have you tried crying more? See, no, I didn't. 
That's the trick. You got to get all the salt out, and then you'll and then clear your up brain that foggy is brain. An atlas. <laughs> yes, exactly. Then you've got a GPS going in there, baby. Clear out all the cobwebs. Uh, okay, Dang. so the females once they breed, or I'm sorry, once they mate, then they go to shore. They find their place, their right. their special place, and they usually go during like nesting season. So then um, they'll migrate to their spawning beaches, which are usually fairly limited, and then they'll like crawl up on shore and then this is where the real magic happens so the the females will crawl out of the water and it's usually in this like big massive group like they all kind of like do it at once and they crawl up usually at night and they like go up onto the beach and then they find like the perfect sandy spot to make their nest and then the females once they find this like perfect spot will use their hind flippers to dig a hole that's between 40 to 50 centimeters or 16 to 20 inches deep and then once that's like perfect and ready to go they will lay their clutch of eggs which depending on the species can be anywhere between 50 to 350 eggs 350 yup <laughs> uh-huh and then once they're all in there and she's got her little like comprehend that i know and she's got her little like sand bowl of eggs then she's going to refill the nest with sand and pat it down perfectly with her flippers and smooth it so like no one notices it's there that and gives then, me anxiety because she doesn't even have hands and she has to do so much. Can you imagine doing no. that with, like, not even just, like, a flipper, but your back flippers? Like, I can't even pick up a pin with my toes. <laughs> my toes. Imagine like doing me arts to... and crafts with your feet. It's like me trying to play the piano with my elbow. It's not going to happen. I cannot <laughs> make like, sand art She's with my doing toes. this. Anyways, so she does this. She smooths Crazy. it. She makes it perfect. And then she goes and she finds some vegetation. And she drags it over and she covers it so it's camouflaged. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. And then she goes back to the ocean never to see them again. (laughs) Peace out. A lot of care being put in on the front end to make up for the complete lack of care going forward. This entire process takes between 30 to 60 minutes. So she's like cruising. I want to see a turtle putting a bush on just like a thing of sand. That sounds (laughs) adorable piece <laughs> like a piece of garnish like yeah. and perfect done done Mwah. and then she's out um so the females can lay between one to eight clutches per season depending on the length of the season and then whoa whoa whoa, really whoa, cool. whoa 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 so yeah. 350 eggs like eight fucking times that's on the outside baby she likes a, a fucking egg factory she is well she's big she's lungs and eggs and oh tears. my god <laughs> and that's mostly it so here's an interesting thing, too. Uh, did you know that the sex of the offspring are temperature dependent? <gasps> yeah, that's okay. a reptile shit. Yeah, dude. So for sea turtles, um, the temperature of the sand will determine what the sex is of the offspring. So if it's on the warmer side, they tend to be females. If it's on the colder side, they tend to be males. Um, that's why the eggs- like, global climate change is fucking everything fucking up. Yeah, it's not good. It's like it has a bigger effect than people think. Because they, like, don't bother to read one fact on the internet. They can't Or read. in a book. That's probably also it. They got lost on the way back from the library to McDonald's <laughs> like I did. And now they don't know anything about sea turtles. Fuck! It, it pays to be emotional, baby. You're a fucking walking GPS. You need to show um, your feelings. And if that means crying for four hours in the bathtub to make you, you fucking see? reach and ascend into the next brain realm, <laughs> then maybe you should. And you feel better, don't you? Yeah. I got my soul out. That's all you needed. So these eggs will incubate between 50 to 60 days, 
And then once they're ready to rock and roll, they'll break out of the shells. The little hatchlings will dig through the sand. They're so cute, by the way. They're just they're like, teeny so tiny. Cute. They're, so they're little so flippers. But they dig through the sand, and then they crawl to the sea. A lot of times this will happen at night. Um, there are a few yeah. instances where it happens during the day, but they're obviously more open to predation at that time. So it doesn't – it's pretty rare. Um, but then it is noted that larger hatchlings tend to have a higher survival probability just because they're mostly faster and stronger. So you can usually right. make it to the ocean first. One of the biggest issues, though, which we normally would talk about at the end, but it's a perfect time to talk about now, is that the hatchlings are, like, basically getting fucked up by, like, human interference. So, especially at night, there's a lot... Yeah, dude, there's a lot of, like, um, human activity near beaches where sea turtles will lay their eggs, and so the hatchlings will get confused because they come out of the shell, and their, like, instinct is to go toward, like, the light reflecting off the ocean, right? And so... They go toward other light pollution that's, like, the town. And so they, like, crawl into streets. And I think there's, like, a one of the David Attenborough, th- like, documentaries or whatever where it's just you watch footage of them just, like, getting obliterated by people, like, riding by on bikes oh. and, like, stepping on them. And, like, they're just, like, falling into drains and grates and it's horrible. Oh, this is making me sad. Yeah, it's the fucking worst. So it's, like, a huge issue on their populations, too, because, like... Only a percentage of them, with all conditions perfect, are even going to make it to the ocean. Right, that's why but she now shit we're... out 300 of them. For Yeah, for real. And so we're even reducing that even more, and it just, like, fucking sucks. But anyways. Um, uh, yeah, so that's their breeding. So let's upsetting. talk about their mouths. Let's get back to, like... <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get, get back, back to, to this, like... Interesting stuff. Like, uh... Satan's fleshlight. Right, right. The, the nightmare fuel. I think that's a really good way to describe it. Um, if you haven't already, listener out there, Googled the sea turtle mouth, then you should, because God (laughs) in hell. It's good stuff. It's bad. Um, so they have these things called papillae, which are basically backwards facing protrusions in their mouth. They're kind of like teeth, but not quite teeth. They're sort of just like really pointy bits of like. Skin teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really pointy like bit. That's just like in there. It's a, it, you know what it is? It's a pointy caruncle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, it's in their mouth and they point backwards Wait, and that's to help. There's something. There's something. Like, uh, I feel like they sold them at like Spencer's Gifts or something when we were teens. It was like a light bulb that looked exactly like that. Oh, fuck. Did you have that? It was like a light bulb that was like, you could like squish it. Um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. And they came in, like, crazy colors. Like, I feel like and my, And they're like, all spiky. My older teenage, like, rebellious sister had them when I was, like, a baby. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. What is this? It looked um, exactly like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have. I, I mean, you're dragging up memories from, like, deep, deep down. So. I know. We're going way back. This is. <laughs> I'm reaching this next level. I have. Oh, look. At, I found the fucking. I found the. I found this fucking thing. I found it. <laughs> that was oh, my God. It's a picture of it. And the top comment is your attic is a spencer's gifts whoa spencer's gifts you've ascended man you're like a whole new you this is what happens when you cry out the feelings we're gonna have to edit our q and the episode 10 our self-care episode and add in cry into a bathtub for four hours cry cry because, cry because like it did you it did you some good yes okay anyways it, if you know what i'm talking anyways. about this is exactly what the sea turtles, because like maybe if you weren't familiar with the sea turtle mouth, but you're familiar with this like teenage rebellion weird light, then you know exactly what we're talking about. 
the two are related. Um, so they've got these papillae, and they're kind of like a firm, fleshy, pointy bit that just like points into their mouth. And they've got like tons and tons of them, and they line their entire mouth and like their throat, and they all point backwards. So anything that they swallow is not going to be able to get out of their mouth. Yeah. Um, you're not coming back. Yeah, and it's like it's pretty spooky. Um, I think the spooky part is that all the photos are just like people just like forcibly holding their mouth open and like that is also yeah. scary looking because yes. they're very large and then there's just like a little creepy hand yes yanking okay well mouth open. yeah that's not good um one important thing to note too is that like they not only do they help to keep um their food from like coming back up but it helps to break down the food too so they're not just like gobbling down like whole jellyfish okay um but at the same time if you think about it because they're feeding in the ocean and because they're like an air breathing animal then they can't just be, like, gulping down ocean water all the time. No, so they have to expel that die. out. And so this helps to expel the water without them, like, accidentally, like, regurgitating the food that they just swallowed. Which, like, what a problem, man. <laughs> I ate my pizza and I actually barfed it because I had to breathe. <laughs> what a hard way to live. Yeah, not so good. Um, so one cool thing is that we talked about, like, the leatherback um, turtles eat almost primarily jellyfish right so like one of the questions that i had and maybe you have is that how are they not getting stung like how does this not just like fuck them up all the time yeah um so i found a couple answers to this they do have thicker skin around their beaks than some of the other species that can protect their mouth okay but uh it's said that they just build up a resistance to it like the (sighs) nematocysts and so by the end of it they're just like eh no big ultimate sad boy they're like i don't have any feelings exactly fucking like sting poor, me see what happens pour on the fire sauce i don't care like i'm i don't care it's fine i'm dead inside um but yeah it says it says that he just like he just like gets used to it man he's like i like them spicy it's fine jeez louise <laughs> it's crazy um so another interesting thing that i don't quite know if this is real i saw it on like some websites but i don't know how <laughs> i don't know how like official those are but um there's the idea that like they can get high quote unquote off of eating jellyfish oh right yeah and so right the, that's the whole like that's the whole finding nemo like surfer yeah, thing right yeah like crush is portrayed as high because the sea turtles that eat the jellyfish that it's thought that like the poison in the jelly isn't harming them but like intoxicates them like marijuana would for humans so they they're just like they're like portrayed as that instead. At least that's how he was. Yeah, I, I don't know like if that's, that's true. Full of shit. I yeah, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if they just like took some like <laughs> Disney liberties in that regard or right. what. But um, yeah, I don't know if, if that's a fact or not. So if you're writing your book report, maybe do some research. Don't include and don't that. Just take I feel our like word that was said about the koalas too. But it's yeah. just like their diet is so shit that they're just like they just like drift around, and I feel like that would probably be the same. I mean, you're just eating yeah. a water fish. Like, we already discussed that there's nothing in them nutritional, so, like, what? Why? It's like a a spicy cup of water. You know what it is? It's like those cleanses (laughs) that people do where it's, like, it's, like, water, lemon juice, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. Yes. Like, that's what a jellyfish is, pretty much. It's just, like, a salty, spicy boy. It's so spice, but it's also just water. Um, But anyways, yeah, I don't know, like I said, how true that is, but take it with a grain of salt. Um, So let's get into i mean that's pretty much it like humans I can't stop looking at pictures of them because they're so cute 
Yeah. And they're like, remember when we saw that one in the aquarium and it was like big? Like you and I were like, oh, big. Yes, <laughs> like yes, 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 yes. Big. Um, like these guys have been around forever. Like what did I say? Like 150 million years or something? Like, yeah. Crazy. Um, so like they've been a huge part of like human culture like since the dawn of time. So they've right. been a big part of like um, harvests and hunting. Their products have been used in a lot of different cultures and like their shells are often prized um, for like jewelry and ornaments and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people will gather up the sea turtle eggs and eat them. It's like a common food in a lot of like coastal places right. around the world. And then, um, like I said, they're just like highly revered. But unfortunately, this is coming at the cost of their population. So Do we, we can like get into eat? their. Do we like, eat reptiles? Have you ever eaten a reptile? I don't think so. I think I, know, I had. Now that I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, have I ever? I think oh, I had alligator. I once. had alligator. Yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we are like, the same. I yeah. think I had alligator once. Um, but like, not a popular like thing. Not, reptiles. Not as much. No, not not like compared to like a chicken. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no chicken of the sea. Ain't no chicken of the sea, baby. Um. But yeah, so they uh, they are pretty important to ecosystems, um, and they play like two major roles uh, in uh, preserving like the habitats as well as like the beaches on the shore. So uh, the green turtles in particular are one of very few animals that eat seagrass, and mm. this type of vegetation is like constantly having to be like cut down so that oh. it can help grow across the seafloor. It's just so like a little they, water like, goat. Oh yeah, that's the best way to put it. So they use their little like saw beak and they trim it down, oh and my then God. it like can it's like so grow, proliferate. Um, so the grazing is really important to helping maintain the health of the seagrass beds, and then the beds themselves are great because they provide breeding and like developmental grounds for like tons of different marine animals that like live in that vegetation. Hmm. So by spreading it out, they provide homes for a lot more animals. It's like a habitat for humanity. Damn. Um. But, yeah, so they, like, help – they're, like, one of those species that, like, affects those, like, lower on the chain so they can, like, help those other ones that aren't, like, doing so hot. Yeah. Um, so as their – as the, like, sea turtle population declines, like, the green sea turtle, then it affects all of them too, unfortunately, because they're all chained. And then because they use their beaches and, like, dunes and stuff to lay their eggs, um, they have to – there's a lot of, like, protection already in place. And so um, the eggs or the hatchlings that either, like – don't hatch correctly or like don't gestate properly or like don't make it to the ocean are a really important nutrient source for the vegetation on the beaches as well as like the marine animals that live along the beaches because they can eat those um so it's important for all of those areas as well and they maintain maintain the healthy ecosystem on the beaches too so all of that kind of contributes um it's also said that there's (laughs) An interesting, it's called, like, the commensalistic relationship, right? So it's, like, one benefits and one is, like, neutral yeah. with barnacles. And I think I read that there's something like 29 species of barnacles that, like, live on turtles. Just, and they like, basically just, like, them. fucking ride around. And they just, yeah, they, like, gather nutrients and can just, like, Yeah, like, well, what would a turtle give a shit about? Like, who cares? Yeah, the turtle's, like, if anything, I just look fucking rad with my barnacle scarf. Right. Uh, and then there's also a symbiotic relationship with sea turtles and the yellow tang which is a fish that will eat algae that grows on the shell of a sea turtle. That's a blue dory for those who are (laughs) fucking sick of hearing about dory (laughs) and Nemo. We gonna keep talking about it. Um, So yeah, it kind of ties into like their conservation situation. The IUCN red list 
classifies three species of sea turtle as endangered or critically endangered. And then another three species are classified as vulnerable. And then the flatback is the only one that's not quite sure. That's the okay, data deficient because that's the one, one that doesn't real. That one's the one that's uh, not real. Flatback. <laughs> yes. Sea turtle. This is the one that you made up just for this show. So that's I why did. we don't have the evidence. Oh, yeah, so like here's to... the thing is he's gross looking because he looks like a soft shell <laughs> turtle. Oh, okay. He looks gross. Yeah. He looks I regularly like... like to flex in a weird way by making up animals making for up this animals. show. He looks like when the like when the cement is really hot and it gets gooey like when you're at like the theme oh. park. Yeah. You know when it's like so hot out? Yes. The tarmac gets gross. That's what he looks like. Oh, wow. That was a big dunk. Don't like Anyways, him. he uh, he's data deficient, so we don't know, like, what his deal is. Dee Dee! But um, all seven species are listed in the CITES appendix, which is the C-I-T-E-S. Cool. I think we've talked about that before. Their yeah. appendix one, which is what restricts international trade of, like, their products and the right. turtles themselves. Good. Yep. Uh, let's see what else. Because um, isn't it sea turtles that they put in those fucking tiny-ass keychains? Or is that just, like, regular turtles? That can't be sea turtle. I don't think so, because those hatchlings are already pretty big. Like, those right. don't fit in a keychain. I'm not quite sure what goes in those. I didn't look that up. Um, <clears throat> Whatever it is, it's upsetting. Um, one thing to note that if you live in the United States, it's good to know, is that all populations of sea turtles that uh, occur within United States waters are listed as threatened or endangered by the U.S. Endangered Species Act, um, which is unfortunate. So, so if you a see lot of these a sea guys, turtle, don't fuck with it. Yeah. I think, let's see, so the critically endangered ones are the Hawksbill, the Kemp's Ridley, yeah, and then the um, Leatherback, Olive Ridley, Loggerhead are all vulnerable, the green is endangered, and the Flatback is data deficient. Um, So there's a, yeah, unfortunately, like, they're not doing great, and the reason is that we suck and we're ruining the planet. Um, it's our fault. I mean, how many times do we have to do a marine animal episode before we're like, hey, these threats are all the same? Yeah, um, because all they do is eat plastic bags that look like jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, like, with all the marine animal episodes we do, bycatch is a really big issue, especially for sea turtles. Yeah. Because for them, it's especially difficult for them to get out of fishing nets. Well, when uh, they fucking drown. I mean, like, limbs. a fish is, yeah. like, stressing out and freaking out, but a turtle just, like, drowns. Yeah. And these guys, like, live... I don't think I mentioned how long they live. They can live, I think, on average, it's like 80, 80 years. Because they said that, like, a lot of research projects happen, have to happen over, like, our lifetimes. Like, they have to be carried over. So it's down. hard to know. Yeah. Um, but they live a long time. So it's, like, it sucks because they, you know, like, that's a huge energy expenditure. And then they just, like, die in bycatch. That's fucking sucks. So anyways, if you don't know, bycatch is something that happens when commercial fishing nets are cast into the water and they're looking for a certain species of fish or several and they catch other things in addition to that and so like it's a big thing that affects like vaquita and porpoises and dolphins um it's another thing that affects like turtles and like rays and you know all those things they're not really trying to catch but unfortunately are also around um and then like Flora was saying, um, because they are animals that have to breathe air, they drown in the bycatch. So that's really unfortunate. Um, let's see. What else? So they are still hunted every so often, and, like, their eggs are used, like I said, as, like, a food source in places, yeah. in coastal places. But 
there is a lot of, um, there are a lot of efforts being made to protect those areas where the sea turtles do nest, which is good, but it doesn't always work. Um, like unfortunately, because people know where they nest, a lot of times they come to visit them and then sometimes being the terrible people that humanity is, sometimes they just like go and disrupt them and like stomp their eggs and it's horrible. And that makes me want to die. But, um... I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things that it's like if you highlight it, you can protect it better, but you also bring in more crowds. So yeah. there are some some places that you can go and you can do like a tour of the beaches where they nest. And sometimes you can even be nearby when like that kind of thing is happening. But if you are going to do something like that, I really encourage you to look for an organization. Like do your research just like with any other animal encounter and try to find one that's like very very focused on being like hey we're not gonna fuck up their nesting site like yeah, we're not gonna like have you like, like hold one yeah we're not gonna have like, you like stand next to their eggs like within that kind of five stuff. feet of it then you're probably too fucking close yeah like use some common sense like and if a stranger came a into place. your like hospital room when you were giving birth would you prefer them to be closer or further than five feet away while they're looking at your <laughs> vagina Precisely. Or, like, with your newborn, would you prefer them to come up and, like, hold it or maybe just, like, not come near it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, again, like, one of the issues, too, that we talked about is, like, light pollution is really big and, like, beach development are all threats that contribute, yeah. too. So as our population, human population grows, the type of light pollution that we have near the beaches also increases. And that, unfortunately, confuses them. So there's a lot of efforts being made um, to protect the hatchlings when they do come out so that they know to go the right direction. Yeah, I almost... Which is why there's, like, a lot of, like, signage up talking about, like, do not disturb nesting sites. And there's a lot of, like, fines and imprisonment and stuff. And I think people are shitty and they're like, oh, my beach is closed. I can't go out here. Yeah, But it's well, like, not everything is about you, Karen. Calm down. Uh, it's so frustrating. I felt like there was, like, a town, too, that, like, did, like, a lights out thing. Um, oh, yeah, I think so. Some places have um, put up fences around the beach yeah. when either like full time or just during like the, the nesting season. And then there are researchers that sometimes go out to different places. They'll monitor the hatchlings that are out there and they'll help relocate the ones that got lost, which is like so cute. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, they're just like a little, oh, they're just like a pebble. It just sucks though. because Yeah, they're just like these little beans and like their only instinct is to like crawl toward the horizon. And then because there's, like, a fucking TGI Fridays next door, they're like, time to go this way. Time to and go to Fridays die. and get hit by a bus. It fucking sucks. Um, but some, uh, there is some cool, like, turtle safe lighting that you can use, which is, like, one of the things that some of the, the organizations that do the type of, like, nesting site tours use, um, if they're legit at least, is they'll use, like, red or amber LED light, which is invisible to the sea turtles in case of white light. Whoa. That's something I read. I don't know how, like, accurate that is because I don't know anything <laughs> about light. That sounds <laughs> But it was, like, amazing. it was a note that I read. Um, but still, like, even if they use this, like, supposed light that you're supposed to use or something, like, still don't go poking around their nests. That's fucked oh, up. fuck off. Um, poaching is obviously still an issue. Uh, debris is a big issue for turtles. I think that's the one people always think of, like, these days, is there's that one video of that turtle with, like, a straw stuck up its nose. I hate that. Um, and that, like, launched the freaking straw campaign. Hell but, yeah. But also fucked that it takes that to do it. I know, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but plastics are a huge issue, just like with all marine life. 
Um, not just straws, but all plastics because they all eventually end up in the ocean. And especially in the case of sea turtles, because they eat a lot of jellyfish, a lot of plastic looks like jellyfish floating yeah. around in the water. And so they can... What um, a fucking... Also, what a that. fucking jab at jellyfish. You look like a dirty plastic bag floating in the ocean. That's how, like, <laughs> stupid you are. <laughs> it's like the opening to Firework by Katy Perry. The jellyfish is like, that is me. I'm that plastic <laughs> bag. Like that. I fucking feel... I'm that plastic oh, bag. I always feel like that. That's me and Firework. Um, but then, yeah, so then they eat that, and unfortunately, like, it gets obstructed in their digestive tract, and then they die. Woohoo! Great stuff. Um, uh, uh, also, another form of plastic pollution that people don't think about a lot are discarded fishing nets or abandoned nets um yeah, I've seen pictures that people of like don't pick that. up on or like their fishing line and like all that kind of stuff all of that contributes even if you don't think it will or like you're one little bit like will never harm anything yeah, it absolutely wrong. will so yeah, just like wrong. clean up after yourself um because they get with like the fishing net situation they get entangled in something that's like not even connected to anything and then they drown so clean up after your fucking self um of course climate change is a big issue too the sand temperature at the nesting sites is a huge issue for them, like we talked about earlier, because it can, it, like, basically, um, like, kicks their sex ratio out of balance, and it's causing the production of too many females, which is not good for breeding yeah. purposes. And then there's still a lot of research going on trying to figure out exactly how it's affecting the gender distribution, um, as well as, like, other threats it may have. And then, of course, like all marine life, oil spills are a big issue, um, because sea turtles have to come up to the surface to breathe and oil tends to stick on the surface. They're having to go through that oil to breathe and it can like clog their eyes and nostrils and mouth and then they can't breathe or they end up adjusting it or it just lingers on them and it can like poison them and it's awful. Yeah. There are some really great organizations that do rescue and rehabilitation. A lot of them are... Of course, in coastal cities, if you live in the United States. <laughs> nah, dude, they're fucking, like, I don't know, what's in the middle of the United States? I don't even know. North Dakota. Nodak! <laughs> Come at me. Um, there are a lot of really, really good ones uh, on the coast. If you live in the United States, there's a lot of them in Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina. I well, think those are I'm, like, like, creeping right now on Sea Turtle right. Conservancy because we've actually well yeah we bought from their shop before yeah yeah um and so i was just like popping around on their shop they have an adorable enamel pin and they have an adorable holiday ornament it's actually 2018s and it's a picture of a fucking leatherback with just like the satellite transmitter on his back and it's really (laughs) cute because i love them when they just have that glued to their back because it's like the thing with the barnacle like they don't even know it's there and they don't even care and they're just like okay and they look fly as fuck yeah i've got my cool satellite dish but yeah, uh, they always have like the best dad hats and they have the best baseball caps right now. They're like for the sure. shit. But of course, like they're amazing rehabilitation places like around the world. It's not just the United States, of course. Um, lots of cool stuff is going on. There's a really famous rescued sea turtle that lives at the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago, Illinois, in the United States, um, whose name is Nickel. And apparently she was found because she had a nickel that was lodged in her throat. Oh, my God. It was removed, and now she lives at the shed. Oh, this is incredible. Okay, but the Sea Turtle Conservancy has a list of all the ones that they're currently tracking, and they all have names. Oh, I love that. Can I tell you some? Please do. Okay, well, Yertle, obviously. Obviously. Bowser. Oh, very good. Bean. (gasps) Okay, Bean is my animal name of all time. Uh, Oh, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Mrs. Potato Head. 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Are we Flora and Fauna naming them? It's like uh, I feel it's like the third member of our crew I there feel naming that way. them. Uh, Juju B, which I love because that's my very good old cat's name, and uh, Bordy Bordy Two, also known as Luna. Bordy Two, also known as Luna. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Alejandra, yeah, those are all fantastic. Hell yeah, I I stand all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're the best uh so anyways what can you do if you want to not be a dick to creatures everywhere but namely the sea turtle a clean up your shit like don't leave shit on the beaches no don't leave shit out anywhere clean always up your shit. Take, always always take more from the beach than you brought like always bring a bag with totally. you totally to always. pick up garbage there's always garbage even if people aren't like leaving garbage on the beach it's washing up out of the ocean yep and Try to take steps to reduce your plastic consumption. Every single one of us can do one thing today that reduces our plastic plastic consumption. Right. Like, it is not that difficult. You can find out ways Get a fucking to wooden use toothbrush. other materials. There you go. Instead of using a Ziploc bag, like, why don't you put it in a, like, Tupperware that you already have? Or, mm. like, a freaking, I don't know, one of those, like paper bags or something that you get sustainably sourced what about right. one of those or what if you just hold it in your fucking hand yeah like i have what about that i what about if you put it in a bowl <laughs> i recently started bringing corn dogs almost exclusively to work for lunch yes good, good and i put them in a small plastic bag to put them in the freezer because like they come in a box and like i don't want to bring mm-hmm. all the corn dogs in at once yeah um because someone then would eat my corn dogs but i reuse that i've used that same plastic baggie like 25 times yeah, you can do because that. Because I don't want to bring my naked corn dog to work, but like, right, I right. obviously could put it in a Tupperware. But the rest of my lunch is in a Tupperware. That's what I'm saying. So I it's feel like, like I'm halfway there. But a small I could, change. Yeah, I just need a long Tupperware. A long. I wonder. Let me just Google corn dog Tupperware because it needs to be long. I don't. Ha- I have square to- ooh, sandwich. Ooh. What about this? What oh, about this? hot dog keeper, five ninety nine. No, I was gonna say. What if you put it in like, like a water bottle? Uh, can we make a keeper chat wish list? Can someone buy me this hot dog container, please, and send it to our uh, the PO box? What if? Did you hear me? What if you put it in a water bottle? Uh, no, I wasn't listening because I was looking at this hot dog box. Okay, but what if you put it in a water bottle? I could. What? Okay, wait. What if? That's perfect. Someone sent me this hot dog box, <laughs> <laughs> and I put my water in it, and then I. <laughs> And then I just fucking drink from it. Oh, my God. I would be upset <laughs> if I saw someone drinking out of a hot dog box. <laughs> Number one, bad. because I'd be like, where did you get that? And share. Hot- okay. Number two, because hot dog box sounds like unnecessarily obscene. <laughs> what on earth? But no, hot what I'm saying is dog. everyone can reduce their plastic consumption Absolutely. in one easy way. Like, you don't have to wrap a banana in plastic wrap. It's already in a banana peel. And you like, don't you- have to change your whole life. Like, everyone's always like, oh, and it's stressful. It is stressful. Everything gives me anxiety, especially recycling. But you can do, like, one thing at a time. Like, I have sandwich containers. Now I'm going to get a hot dog box. One thing at a time. Do I still get a plastic bag every once in a while from the grocery store? Yes. Do I use it to scoop my cat litter? Yes. So there's just, like, various things you can do. Yeah. It doesn't all have to be at once. You don't have to be, like, the best. That's what they always say. Like, it doesn't mean – everybody doesn't need to be the best recycler. We need, like Mm – all of you to be doing like a little bit and that makes such a huge difference not like the five people doing it perfectly all of you guys doing it kind of fucked up and wrong but like 
with your heart in the right place is good enough. <laughs> no, you're totally right. Like, what if one day, instead of buying, like, a small individual package of, like, Cheez-Its, you bought a big family-sized package of Cheez-Its? Then you're not having to buy 50 small packages of Cheez-Its. You're buying one big one. Yeah. And you can just eat out of it like the glutton that we are. How about that? How about or, that? like you said, like, maybe you bring like a reusable bag to the grocery store one day instead of buying or instead of like taking a bunch of the plastic bags with you like how about that yeah that's pretty easy right or like maybe if you get like five things at the grocery store and they're all pretty small and like easily to easy to handle maybe you don't need a bag at all how about that maybe if you pick up i saw a guy the other day here's something i saw a guy the other day do he got an individual package of like ibuprofen or something it was like the one that's like the little sleeve that you rip open it has like two pills in it oh my god aren't those he, free did he had to pay for that <laughs> yeah i don't know is it like the checkout he picked one up he bought it and then he put it in a whole ass plastic bag and walked out no <laughs> you know i was like okay that plastic bag weighs more than what you just bought <laughs> what the i was fuck? at the gas station this reminds me like two nights ago and I bought a gallon of milk. Oh, it was actually, it was Thanksgiving Day. And I just needed milk. And I go, and I'm like, in my uniform, this is after work. And mm-hmm. he starts to put it in the bag. And I was like, oh, no, sorry, sir. I don't really need a bag. And I usually say that, like, when I put the item on the thing. So they don't even, like, mm-hmm. fuck with it. But I was, like, in a zombie mode. And he and I was like, yeah, save the plastic. And he, like, saw my, he looked at my uniform. He was like, they pay you to say that? And I was like, no, but they fucking <laughs> should. <laughs> yeah, they made fuck uncovered. Yeah, that drives me fucking nuts. If something's got a handle, just fucking carry it. I don't want my milk in a bag. I think that makes no. it – that gives me more anxiety because I think it's going to rip the bag. It has a handle. And, okay, and it gets all, like, wet. Yeah, wet milk bag. Anyways, anyways, anyways. There's a lot of things that everyone can do. Reduce your plastic consumption. Yeah. I guarantee there's something you can do right now that can do that. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, if you're looking for something to do on, like, vacay when you don't want to be around your family anymore and you're, like, visiting a beach, go for a beach cleanup. Just, like, go pick up some trash on the beach. Or if you're looking to, like, kick back one day with, like, a friend or something and you live near a coastal area, go clean up a beach, man. Or, like, even if you don't, go clean up. Any waterway. Go clean up that, like, ditch by the side of the road. Yeah, go pick up some garbage You might find something, like, like, really cool. trash can that people threw away. Like, what if there's, like, a dead body out there and you're the one to find it and then you get to be on NBC Dateline? That's the dream. That's my fucking dream, you guys. <laughs> That's your dream. Can someone no, PO box stuff to me a dead person to our PO box so I can find it? <laughs> and here's something. I know everyone's like gung ho about boycotting straws these days and like not having any like plastic straws or anything and they're like finding all these like reusable items. That's the other thing that drives me nuts is like you don't have to buy something new just to like be a more green version of yourself sometimes that just does as much harm because you're still generating plastics to like do something or you're like having something yeah when you could yes. just like not have it like having a straw is great i totally get it but unless you have like a physical need to have one you could just like drink out of the cup right yeah you could you could drink it out like a like a human does or maybe you could lap it up like a kitty does or you could use like it's a spoon you. if it's like thick Oh, yeah, like a soup? You can do that. I already had, like, plenty of straws in my home from just, like, various other plastic cups, you know? Yeah. And, like, was it Turbis or whatever? Those, like, crazy – everyone, like, went crazy for these, like, weird cups with, like, the straw in them. I don't fucking know. My mom bought me, like, 17 different kinds of those. (laughs) I have 17 straws. But what I'm saying is, like, you don't – 
have to go buy all the shit. Like, you don't have to spend money to be a more green person. Just, like, think about what you're doing and think about what you can cut out. Yeah. If you get a drink at McDonald's, you don't have to go get a lid and a straw to go with it. You can just be like, no, I'm just going to drink it. Yeah. It's fine. Or, like, if you're at the grocery store, you don't have to put your fucking milk in a bag like a monster. You can just carry it. You just drink it right there. Chug it in the aisle. (laughs) Just open it and put a straw in and drink it. (laughs) You're good to go. Use your straw then. Uh, But, yeah, there's a lot that you can do, so... Try to do that. I mean, it's pretty easy. It's one of those things that we can all do. And like you said, it's more important that we all try and, like, do a bunch of little stuff than someone try to be, like, absolutely perfect and never use plastic again in their entire life because that's not the modern world that we live in and no one is able to do that. So Correct. Just do your best. Um, apart from that, though, I do want to talk about turtles in media because this is getting long and I want us to wrap it up. Turtle talk um, with Crush. That's us. Crush, number one, Finding Nemo. We did talk about some tort i think we kept it to the torts kind of i know we i definitely know that we talked about bowser when we talked about the desert tortoise but bowser man he's in there teenage mutant ninja turtles they're in there uh what about philbert from rocco's modern life he's philbert. a turtle yes i love philbert what about what about what about what about others there's some others right <laughs> i'm looking at my list <laughs> uh, if i was a turtle in media there's uh, apparently some from, like, My Little Pony. There's uh, oh, what? Speed what? What from the, the Swan f- Princess. Uh, there's, well, he's a tortoise, but um, there's there's a, there's a one in Robin Hood, the one that wears the glasses. There's, uh, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of them. There's so the many place. that you can't think of a single one. <laughs> I mentioned a bunch of them. Yeah, but, like, I don't feel like there's As that many. Koopa Troopa. All right, the Koopas count. I mentioned Filbert. I mentioned Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, what about that little Franklin fucker? We talked about Franklin. Yeah, I think he's more of a tortoise. But anyways, anyways, there's a lot. They're all over the place. I'm sure everyone has a favorite. I mean, everything's yeah, dude. Everything's is there. Is there a sea turtle Pokemon? There should be. I mean, there's not. You'd be the one to know. Yeah, I'm so bad though about the. In all fairness, Squirtle is mixed with a squirrel, so, like, not pure, but... Tortuga. Tortuga. He looks like a fucking leatherback sea turtle. Oh, fuck. Well, Google him immediately. I'm working on it. Isn't that an island in Pirates of the Caribbean? That's Tortuga, but yeah, absolutely. Well, how do you spell this? T-I-R, not T-O. Yeah, it's like... Like a turtle, tortuga, and then there's just like a picture of him eating some kind of fruit. It's adorable looking. Holy shit! Did you see his evolutions? Well, no. no. What is he become? That he becomes that man, Caracasada, Caracosta, oh, Caracosta. I don't know. He's a it kind of looks like he does. Proto turtle. Holy shit! Why are there like not this? There's like not a lot of information about these. Are these real? Is this a real thing? Yeah, looks like it. Anyways, yeah, he is. That's the one. Um, fuck. Okay. Also, well, isn't the whole up. planet on the back of like a sea turtle, or is it a tortoise? Uh, that's tortoise. my religion, baby. No, I mean it's a sea turtle. Is it a sea turtle? Well, I guess I. I think it depends on like your mythos definition of. Anyways, I'm gonna get into a TLDL real quick. Yeah, we talked about the sea turtle. They live in all oceans except the polar ones. Oh, dreadful! They eat a lot of different stuff, but a lot of it is plankton and mm. jellyfish. 
Um, we've got some interesting things going on with them. First off, they can get real big. One of the species of leatherback can weigh upwards of 700 kegs or 1,500 pounds and be between two to three meters or six to nine feet in length and one to one and a half meters or three to five feet in width. Um, all the other species are smaller than that, but still pretty dang big. These guys have been around for a long time, roughly 150 million years, which is a long time. Um, and they have a bunch of cool adaptations that help them live in their ocean environment. So first off, they're air-breathing reptiles, so they have to come up to the surface to breathe. But depending on what they're doing in the water, they can hold their breath if they're foraging anywhere between 5 to 40 minutes, or if they're sleeping between 4 and 7 hours before they have to come up and breathe again, which is like bonkers. Um, they've got a lot of cool stuff going on internally, and they basically shed real salty tears to maintain their <laughs> hypotonic environment inside their body. So it's a good way to get the demons out. They also have a very specific method of uh, reproduction and that they will mate out at sea, and then the females will come to shore and they will lay their eggs. And that's like the thing everyone knows, right? Is like they come to shore, yeah. lay their eggs, make a little like dust bowl, sand bowl, and then they head back to the ocean, and then the hatchlings are on their own. They hatch, they are supposed to crawl to the ocean and then make their way from there. A lot of them do unfortunately miss out. And it's one of the reasons that sea turtles in general are threatened is because they face a lot of threats. A lot of them are human created. So like poaching, um, light pollution, which affects the hatchling's ability to find the ocean. Uh, there's a lot of uh, issues with climate change and oil spills and just regular pollution. Uh, there's a lot of like plastic pollution in the ocean, which unfortunately looks like jellyfish, one of their main food sources. So they eat it and they die. Uh, they could get caught in fishing nets, either abandoned ones or um, one used for commercial fishing. So they get caught in bycatch and then they drown and they die. And it's all fucking terrible. Um, but there's a lot you can do. And a lot of it involves being conscious about the plastics that you have in your life and making sure that you dispose of them properly. And if you have any time, picking up things um, near waterways to make sure that they don't go in the ocean. That's pretty much it. I also forgot to mention, there is a Miyazaki film called The Red Turtle that I saw recently oh. that was very, very good. It was a silent film, but it was like, it was fucking stunning. I bet. But I wept. <laughs> I was crying so hard when I Sad saw Sad boy. Oh, Sad boy God. hours. I know. I felt better afterwards and I ascended, but it took a lot out of me. Man, it was rough. It was good though, but it was rough. Uh, but that's pretty much it. That's all I got for you. Anything you want to add, Flora? No. Okay, sick. <laughs> um, okay. Well, everyone, remember we have our rat raves going on, so make sure you, if you haven't rate and reviewed yet, uh, reach out to your friends and family and do it yourself and get all those reviews in. We or we donate to conservation, um, for every rat rave what that we get so it's a really good option also if you want to be part of our big patreon family we highly recommend it you can check us out at patreon.com slash keeper chat to learn more and to get a bunch of bonus exclusives from us every month uh and then in addition you can always reach out to us on any of our social media we're active on facebook instagram twitter uh i think that's it right and message us on gmail at keeperchat at gmail.com if you would like to have any sort of uh, quick and dirty questions answered here on the show. Yeah. That's it. All right. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next time. Smell you later. Bye.